T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I like an escalator, man, because an escalator can never break. It can only become stairs. This is exactly what I am afraid of. This. Those of you who mock my fear of the escalator. Those of you who say my fear, it's always the, the point at which your foot hits the end of the escalator and you have to step off. Mm -hmm. That's where I feel like my death is going to happen <laughs> because I don't feel like I'm quick enough to get my foot out of the way where the moving walkway part meets the edge and I feel like something horrible is going to happen. Then we go to this story out of Bangkok. Yeah, uh, where a woman in Thailand lost her leg. This was actually from earlier this year. A woman lost her leg. She was on the moving sidewalk at the airport, got to the end of it, and somehow got caught. And it dragged. I mean, there, there's a piece of plastic in this thing. There's like a yellow piece of plastic that's in between the teeth on the walkway and the little metal pad that you step out on that broke off. And her leg went down underneath there. She lost the entire leg because of this. Yeah, it's the it's the bright yellow part that tells you where you have hit the end of the moving walkway. Yeah, the warning track. Right. Yeah, sure. So that you know to step off of it. She apparently was in a hurry trying to make a 945 a.m. flight. She's 57. Um, and her foot got stuck right at the this it, this is exactly what my fear is is that my foot is going to get stuck right at that end part and her foot got stuck beneath the belt at the end of the walkway um and yeah the only way to get her out was to do a big cut mm -hmm. right there yeah and uh, i mean obviously they had there's a few pictures that go along with this <laughs> that are taken from fairly far away because i'm sure that they had a, a decent distance on either side, pardon me, on either side of where this incident happened that they had shuffled people away from. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of airport personnel there. Usually I don't have the fear on the, on the moving walkway for some reason. Usually it's just the elevated yeah. escalator, not the, not the moving walkway thing. But this has got me thinking about that now. I don't know why I don't have <laughs> as much fear of this as I do of the one that actually um, – goes up and down but I, this is why i always say if you're ever behind me on an escalator or one of these moving walkways this is the reason why 
and I'm not a tall person. And so my stride is not that big, but I take the tallest, biggest stride I possibly can off of one of these to keep my feet as far away from the edge of that thing as humanly possible. And so it looks awkward, but I haven't died yet. <laughs> that's, well, you know, that, that's, there's a lot to be said for not dying. I'm a big fan. So, yeah, I don't know what you do to try to make something like this safer than it already is. I mean, granted, this is a one-off. This is one thing that happened in an airport where you've probably got millions and millions of people who go through every single year. But if you're that one person, that really doesn't seem to matter much. No, no. So just um, take your life in your hands when you go on those. Mm -hmm. um, I do not have a Costco membership. I, I consider it off and on. Everybody tells me I should. I just don't have the room to store the amount of bulk stuff that you get at Costco. But Reddit is all over this change that apparently Costco is considering or is planning from their food court menu. The churro is apparently a really big deal at Costco and they're yeah. going to replace it with cookies. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't know that the churro was such a big deal at Costco either cuz normally you hear about the the $1.50 hot dog and a drink, right? That's been right. there forever and they they lose money on it but they don't care. They know that already and that's just a built-in loss leader to, you know, to have you and they said they're never going to raise the price on that. It's going to be a buck and a half as long as they can keep it at a buck and a half. I know the pretzels move fairly well. They have mm -hmm. regular ones and they have cinnamon ones. Um, the frozen yogurt is kind of a big deal because they have it with a raspberry stuff that you can drip on top of it, and that's kind of mm -hmm. amazing. But, yeah, I, this is the first I was hearing that the churros were a a favorite at the food court. And I love a good churro, but the, uh, it, Costco isn't the name that comes to mind when I think about where to go to get get a good churro. Usually they can be purchased for $1.49. Not bad. Which is, again, cheap for a churro. And they're big. And yeah, they are. I am surprised that this is something that Costco would do in the first place. If I had to offer a dessert at a food court type place like this, mm -hmm. a churro, I mean, you don't have to be made to order, and I'm sure they're not, but it requires a special kind of fryer. I mean, you, again, maybe they don't do them on site. Maybe they bring them in. But Could cookies be. are a much easier option to offer. At a place like that. True. Churros are cheap, though. Cheap. I mean, <laughs> the stuff they're made of doesn't cost anything. So uh, cookies, probably same deal. I mean, you're talking about a lot of the same ingredients anyway, minus the cinnamon. So eh, it may not be that much of a switch for them, but we'll see. So far, though, you said Reddit's losing its mind over this. People are not I mean, happy. It's the Internet. I mean, so, yeah, of course. Um, but they said it sparked mixed feelings <laughs> on Reddit. Um, yeah, because I don't know if they're worried, like, are they not going to get the value? And a churro is kind of a unique thing to get. And so maybe they like that it's a unique thing that you can get at yeah. Costco. Not everybody loved them, apparently. The word cardboard is being thrown around oh, a little bit. So maybe they did make them off-site. That would make sense. If you let those sit around for a while, they are going to get that. They'll, they'll lose all the flavor. Um, but apparently they found a company to make the cookies. Agreements are finalized. They'll be showing up in early 2024 along with chocolate ice cream that'll appear before summer. Okay. Loving that. That sounds like, I don't mind that, but in a, sitting there in a food court in a Costco, I don't know that I'm doing ice cream. <laughs> but interesting choice. Yeah. Who hangs around and eats? Yeah. At the, I mean, I know they have tables and I've seen people at them, but normally that's stuff you just pick up on your way out of Costco. and You go eat it in the car on the way home. You think that too, but Ikea is the same way. Look yeah. at the food court at Ikea.
Yeah, those and meatballs, how strateg- man. Oh, my gosh. And how strategically <laughs> placed it is halfway through your journey, because it is a journey through Ikea, that it's after you finish one floor and you hit it before you go to the other floor. See, now I'm thinking, does anybody else do? The only other churros that I know of are, I mean, obviously at Mexican restaurants, but uh, the Jack in the Box, they have the little churro bites. And they're, even though they're they're not, I mean, it's like everything else at Jack in the Box. It's terrible for you. It's kind of great. But in another way, you can overdose on them really, really easily. But theirs are okay. I don't know. Does anybody else regularly have churros on the menu? I am looking. There is a Reddit thread, of course. Oh, yeah. Well, where do I get a good churro? Reddit knows everything. Right. Uh, This is the DoorDash thread on Reddit. was asked that very thing. Um, Let's see. Del Taco. I don't know that we have all these. Jack in the Box is mentioned. 7-Eleven? 7-Eleven has churros? Why? Well, that just tells you how long it's been since either of us has been to a 7-Eleven. Oh, we, we don't forever. have a lot of them. Uh, Taco John's, which we also, I think oh, we have a couple of, yeah. but not a lot. Somebody wants us to know, in all cabs, there are churros at Sam's Club. <laughs> I'm thinking that's somebody who works at Sam's Club who's saying, yeah, yeah fine, Costco's going to get rid of their churros? Come to Sam's Club and get ours. If you, if you have thoughts on the on the switch, feel free to uh, give us a shout and let us know. Coming up, we have a lawsuit against Hershey over the packaging on Reese's. Get to this coming up on KMBZ. John loves these. Uh, Florida woman is suing the Hershey company over the difference between a commercial for the Halloween Reese's peanut butter cups and the ones she actually got. <sighs> yeah, the the big difference that we're talking about here. Now, you know already that Reese's Peanut Butter Cups come in different shapes for different holidays and different special editions. They have the one that's kind of shaped like a Christmas tree, I guess, if you sort of squint. And they apparently did one for Halloween this year as well that was shaped like a pumpkin. And the problem, what has now become the focus of this lawsuit is that on the wrapper... The picture of the Reese's peanut butter cup shaped shaped like a pumpkin has the little eyes, nose, and mouth cut out like a jack-o'-lantern. So you Mm -hmm. see the peanut butter underneath. But when you open the package, no, it's just all covered in chocolate. And she says Hershey tricked customers Uh through that misleading packaging. (laughs) Um, (laughs) She also had a couple other examples saying... uh, the football shape is like an egg. Uh-huh. Was there a picture of that one? Yeah, there is, but I don't have the original. Okay. Um, the bats also don't have the little eye. Oh, I see what she's talking about. Okay. Yeah. So the football, the ones that are supposed to be like a football, don't have the like the thread lines. Oh, okay. Yeah. On them, like they do in the package. Um, the ones that are supposed to be the ghost don't have the little eyes. and st- It's just the, the outer outline yeah, instead it, of the inside part. Which is what they've always been. But uh, <laughs> and, and I guess the reason why this is going to fail miserably, uh, if you want to know why this lawsuit is going to go down in flames, is because product lawsuits like this almost always deal with quantity. That's it. That's all the court cares about is what you put on the package doesn't necessarily have to look like what's inside there, although it should kind of resemble it. Uh, but if you think about it, I mean, how many times have you seen the pictures of a fast food hamburger that they have in the advertisement versus one that they actually somebody bought at the drive-thru and took a picture of? They look nothing like each other. 
but as long as there's as much chocolate and as much peanut butter as Reese's claims there is inside that package, then the lawsuit's not going to... Your food doesn't have to be cute. She purchased pumpkin-shaped candies at Aldi for four forty nine, believing it contained a cute-looking carving of a pumpkin's mouth and eyes as pictured on the product packaging. But no, that is not what she got. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, this I'm I'm often on the side of the customer with these like <laughs> you can't just lie in marketing to get people to buy your thing. This is not one of those times. This is one of those where I say, okay. I mean, as long as the um like so they say on the on the package it's 1.2 ounces. As long as it is actually 1.2 ounces of the thing and yes. it's still the chocolate and peanut butter that a Reese's peanut butter cup is supposed to be, I'm okay with I'm okay with this. Give you another reason why this is going to fail. Go down to the one with the bats. Find the picture of the of the Reese's bats. Yes. Okay. You're looking at the bat that's got the two little eye holes poked yep. out, right? Yep. What's underneath that? Another one. With? Oh, that's weird. That has a bite taken out of it. Right. So would she sue because the picture had a bite taken out of it <laughs> and the one inside the package didn't? <laughs> that's a really good point, actually. Yeah, you're right. Um Huh. I, yeah. Because what, Gosh, no, what, I'm looking through all these. what yeah. Reese's could say is you could do that. You know, you could scoop little eye holes out of the bat if you wanted to do that. Uh, and, you know, just the same way you could take a bite out of one, like is in the bottom picture. So, uh, yeah, we're covered. And if she wanted to take the time and take, you know, a knife or something like that and do the little pumpkin carving, she could have done that, too. And she decided not to do it. She says she would have left the chocolates behind if she had known that the carved face was not actually included on the products she bought. Yeah, and even the the one with the pumpkin, with the pumpkin face, that also has a bite taken out of it. So, again, it doesn't look exactly like it is inside the package. It doesn't have to. She also could have just returned it. Yeah. I, I mean, really. I mean, she could have opened it and said, this is not, this is not what I thought I was getting. Sure. As long as she didn't eat it. She could have just returned it to Aldi, and they probably would have taken it back. Likely, yeah. And, and even you know? if they didn't, what is she out? 15 bucks? Right. I mean, there were five bucks a piece, yeah. So that's all she, if it was just one, then it was only $5. Um, yeah, she went after everything. The snowmen, the bell-shaped treats, ev- anything that had a little hole in it to mark <laughs> a face. She went after in this loss for five million dollars, and she should have known too. Because I mean, if they put it in there like that, with some of the chocolate scratched away to make a little pumpkin face, then the peanut butter underneath it would have dried out. Right, it would have yeah, been gross and nasty. Yeah, yeah. Now this one's not. I'm with you. This this one's not. A judge is going to laugh at this and say. Mm-hmm. I, I like your argument. Did you want it to have a bite out of it also? <laughs> yeah. I hope, when you received it? I dearly hope they bring that up in court. I really want to see what happens if they bring that up as part of the suit. Yes. All right, moving on to this story out of uh, Louisiana. Um, so we've spent a lot of time talking about what to do if you have a theft in a retail store and how employees 
are supposed to react. Uh, we have three employees of an outdoor store, a sporting goods store, that now say they are without a job because of how they responded to a shoplifter who left with a gun. Yeah, uh, and, and this one's tough. This is out of Metairie, Louisiana. Uh, on the evening of December 16th, according to WGNO, a shoplifter fled, uh, fled the Academy on Veterans Memorial Parkway with a pistol that they were handed by a sales associate who thought that they were just selling a gun and handed the gun over to the guy and said, here it is. And he grabbed it and just took off. Uh, And the the employee, Michelle Sutton, said, I just took off. I knew I needed some form of way to help the police. And yet, because the store has a policy about going after, after shoplifters, they were disciplined for it. Yeah, she and two other sales associates ran out of the store to look for the suspect, but they couldn't find him. This isn't even, like when I read this headline, I thought, oh man, here we have another one of these of a store associate is confronting a thief or getting into some kind of physical fight with a, that's a different conversation. All they did was run out of the building. And because that was in violation of store policy, they were fired. Yeah. And she said that part of the problem was that the store in her eyes, did not have a clear policy about this. Now, they may have had something written down somewhere, but that they were never trained not to go after shoplifters. She said, uh, where's the line in the story? She said, every store that sells firearms, especially pistols that are concealable, need to have a clear policy. They need to have extra training. They need to prepare for the unexpected. And at that point, you have to ask, does it make a difference what was stolen? And the fact that the object that was stolen could have been used in another robbery. And she knew that. Does it make a difference in terms of the store policy that you're talking about somebody stealing something that they can go out and kill somebody with? She also said her store director had said they want you to be able to make out the make and model of the vehicle they left in. So you could help police with knowing what vehicle. Well, in order to do that, you have to go outside. Right. And so it sounds like maybe the policy says one thing. But she's getting different direction from her direct boss. Yep. So, uh, yeah, at that, that point, I mean, this is something that I know retailers everywhere are struggling with, that they're trying to figure out how do we balance this? Because we've had story after story this year about stores that have had a giant problem with losing massive amounts of money to retail theft, to shoplifting. And so they want something done about it but they don't feel like they want their employees involved in it. And at the same time, the only other possible thing that you could do is have a cop at every store. And that's ridiculous on the face of it. There's not enough of them. Yeah. I would imagine just watching them run out the door. Like, okay, then you just let them run out the door then and don't, don't chase after them, which seems weird also. Especially when you're complaining about, you look at all the money that we're losing to retail theft. Right. Um, If you work in retail like that and have a thought on the policy, 913-586-7798. Still to come this hour, we have a restaurant chain, particular restaurant, we have one here, that is getting a lot of attention for a policy that has been made, well, not public, but a policy that's got now. Get to that coming up here on KMBZ. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 913-586-7798 is the phone number here to get in. Uh, I first saw this posted on Kansas City Reddit, I think on Friday. Um, And now it's had a bunch more comments and the Kansas City Star picked it up and did a story and there's just being more talked about this. Um, And it's about a letter that came out from 3B Lodge, which owns several Twin Peaks restaurants including in Kansas City. Yeah, and what it has to do with is the amount of money that they're being charged by credit card companies when you use a credit card or a debit card to pay for your dinner. And what the letter said is that they're passing that fee on to their own employees, that they're going to be taking it out of whatever tip you leave. So if you go into a Twin Peaks and you pay for dinner with a credit card, and it's whatever, 25 bucks, and you pay for that with a card, and then you leave a tip on the card as well, they're going to take that fee out of the tip that you left for your server. Here's uh, precisely what it says. Um, Kansas City Star talked to an expert from the, I think it was the Missouri Restaurant Association, that said it's not a very nice thing to do, but it's legal. That's what stunned me about this, is that this is legal. Here's exactly what the letter says. Um, Effective January 1st, we are implementing a tip refund for credit card processing fees on all Visa, Discover, MasterCard, and Amex transactions. For each dollar in tips received through Visa, Discover, and MasterCard, a 2.5% refund will be deducted from your final checkout. Similarly, tips received through American Express, a 3.25% refund will be deducted. Further to John's point that it's because of the fees that they're charged, Note the refund will only apply to credit card tips, not cash tips. It's exactly, and I I assume that parallels what those companies are charging to use their card. Here's what they didn't say, though, and this is why anytime we get into talking about this stuff, it becomes a confusing mess. So the way that that letter makes it sound is that you're only going to lose potentially 2.5 or 3.25, depending on what card they use, percent of the tip. What about the 2.5 or yeah, 2.5 or 3.25% that the credit card companies charge on what you paid for the meal? What happens to that? You're right. That's how it's that's how it reads. For each dollar in tips received, 
a two and a half percent refund or th- you're right it's it reads as if they're only taking so if you charge if, if you're tipped 10 bucks math is hard 25 cents yeah you'd lose a quarter okay so it's not significant that's interesting because i assume that just makes this more shady uh, because that means that the restaurant is going to eat the credit card fee charged on the whole tab you are tipping on the whole tab though Yes. But they're going to eat the fee, the three, you know, whatever, for the tab itself. That's what it sounds like, yeah. And the, the only thing that they're going to take back is that 2.5% or 3.25% that's paid on the tip. But even at that, I, I mean, are they that in need of a quarter? I, How bad boy. are things at Twin Peaks if they've got to start digging their employees 2.5% on their tips? Well, and so it makes me wonder, as a server then... um well, no, you can't do this as a server. It would be horrible. But how can you then encourage what, – what, in theory, what this will do is encourage patrons to just pay everything in cash. Right, or pay that, the tip in cash. At least pay the tip in cash, but the restaurant wants them to pay the whole thing in cash. That way they also don't have to pay the credit card fee on anything. Yep. And, yeah, um, and that's what the text line is saying, too, just tip in cash. Yeah, that's true, but I wonder how many people will do that just because of the convenience of having it all together. And there's, I mean, don't lose sight of the fact that there are so many people now who do not carry any cash at all. So they don't even have the option. You're raising your hand, I'm, Jamie. I know I'm you're one, one of, them. of them. I carry no cash. I, Especially now that I was able to do a vacation and use zero cash of any denomination, I keep zero cash on me. Sure. There's just absolutely no reason to. And if you're out of the country, that's going to make it easier anyway, because then you don't have to do any conversion, neither do they. You just or be stuck hand them with the, card. the leftover after I get back. Right, and let the credit card company figure it out. Boy, a lot of you were texting in. Um, somebody just said it's about the record keeping they have to do for their taxes. Uh, that way, for employees that don't claim tips, I don't know enough about how that works. Um... Yeah, somebody just said they pay a fee for what they provide. So that's why they're willing to pay the restaurant the 2.5% on the whole bill. The tip, though, is determined by how good your server is. Yeah. So the better your server is, the more of a tip she's going to get. And the happier you're going to be with her as your server, but the more she's going to have to give up in fee. <laughs> right. How right. stupid is that? Yeah, it, it's not a great way to do business. And, and because of the numbers, I mean, it does look like a very, very small amount of money that we're talking about here that the restaurant could easily absorb, but they're not going to. They're going to take it away from the servers. And even though it's, I mean, I don't think that quarter is going to make a difference to the server either. But it's going to make more of a difference to the server than it would to the restaurant. At least you would hope so. If they're running margins that close, then they're not doing well anyway. So it's interesting. I have been to other places not in the U.S. where that 2.5% or 3% fee is not included in your bill. Your bill shows here's here's what you're actually buying. And if you're going to pay with a credit card... It shows then, and you have to okay it. Okay, here's the here's your forty dollars for what you just bought. Yeah. Here's the three percent fee that you have to approve for the credit card fee. So it's so if you want to pay with cash, you cash them, but they pass that fee directly on to you. Why not just do that? I, yeah, I think what they really ought to be doing is petitioning the credit card companies and saying, "Look, guys, we already paid you. I mean, if you got fifteen percent of of the bill that you leave for your tip or twenty, let's let's call it an even twenty percent. So you get a hundred dollar bill from a couple of people that are out to dinner together. Twenty bucks of that goes to the tip. 
that goes to the server. And so we're talking about a difference of two and a half dollars on something that the credit card company already made a lot right. more than that. Uh, right. Actually, no, it would be it would be 50 cents. And the credit card company would have already made 3.25% on a hundred bucks. They already made three and a quarter off of it. Do they really need the extra 50 cents? I guess. I, is life just not good there? Let's, let's go to the phones and bring in A.A. Ron in Kingsville. Hey, buddy, what's going on? Hey, so recently I was out to dinner, and I won't mention the names of the places, but I was at some higher-end restaurants uh, that serve barbecue and another one that's uh, – um, I forget where it was. But anyhow, the uh, I asked the server before I paid. I said, hey, do they take – or does it cost you money to get tips on your – uh, tax or when uh, somebody uses a credit card, do you have to pay the uh, fee on that? And they said, absolutely. And I said, that's terrible. And she goes, you know, what makes it even worse is when you have to tip share with another hostess and they don't do their job and don't get good tips. Oh. And so they're taxed even more on it. So because they just don't do a good job. And so you may have to carry them anyhow, but I think it's wrong. I think uh, the tipping system, it should be outlawed anyways, because just put the price on the bill. I'm with you. What you need to pay your employee, yep. you know, uh, included in your cost. That's the whole reason that tipping is even allowed is because owners of companies wanted to be cheap. Right. Yeah. So, they, they wanted to pay a low wage to the servers. Let me ask you, though, since you found that out, did you tip in cash that day? I did that time, and then this last time we went out to dinner, I forgot to get more cash, so I had to do kind of like a half and a half. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it's it's crumbing. Hey, Ron, appreciate it, buddy. As always, yep. thanks a lot for getting in. Thanks for getting in. And I, I think that's really that's going to be the majority of the problem with it is that, yeah, tipping in cash sounds like a great idea if you carry cash. And I'm not going to remember to carry cash just for that reason. Yeah. I don't um, – I don't want them to have to pay more. I want them. It also stinks because you think um, as a as a patron, they're getting the entire tip. I mean, they're probably putting, hopefully they're putting a note on restaurant menus there that says, hey, customers, <laughs> if you want your server to get the entire tip, pay in cash. I wouldn't hold your breath because of what else is in the article. Because every time the star tried to verify this, they said that they left a message for corporate that was never returned. They called somebody at one of the restaurants uh, who hung up on them. And <laughs> that's got to be great. Uh, but they did say that uh, one of the other, in fact, it was that place that hung up on them, said that did not come from management. Click. Came from somewhere. Yeah. So and now <laughs> somebody and there, signed it. And there have been other employees who wanted to remain anonymous because they'd like to still have jobs who said, oh, yes, it did come from management. Yeah, if you're going to do that, be upfront about it yeah. and just and tell your customers, you know, if you want your server to get the entire tip, pay do it in cash. Or can I Venmo them? Can I Venmo <laughs> the tip instead? Can I do that? Oh, man, I can see that. Yeah, the phone's coming out for that. the little QR code. Here yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh. yeah, I would do that. That that would be easier for me than carrying the cash with me. Um, yeah, it just it just stinks. It just, it feels like, it just feels petty. Yeah. Just very, very petty. A couple of you said there are other restaurants that you know of that do what I described, where they they charge you the credit card fee on top of what you're paying. I've seen that before. That they okay. do That they do tell you. Uh, yeah, if your bill's $25, get ready for it to be a little bit more than that because of the credit card fees. Um, I just want to know that before. Again, I don't carry cash. 
So it doesn't matter anyway. But for those of you that carry cash, then you know, and you can pay your bill in a different way. You know, now I'm thinking about your idea, though, about using Venmo or something like that. Mm -hmm. Because then if you're the server, what you want to do is you want to print out a whole bunch of your of your QR code. <laughs> uh -huh. And then when you start your shift, you know what tables you're going to be taking care of. Just put one of those on each one of the tables and make it easy for them. I won't pretend to know a lot about the technology, but like we have digital business cards now. Yeah that have your QR card on it that you just show it to somebody else and they read that and they've got the link. Create an individual QR code for each of your employees. I would happily just Venmo. <laughs> yeah, or you could and just- And then they've also got a record of it. Yeah, you, you could just have a big thing, uh, like a sign on the way out. You know, if your server was blank, here's their QR code, here's where you can leave a tip. I like. I now that it. I'm thinking about it, I like the idea more and more. Let's go to Will in Lee's Summit. Hello, Will. Good afternoon, kids. Howdy. Hi. Um, I want to make two points, if I may, please. Okay. The first one is this whole issue of it's only 25 cents or it's only 50 cents. This is one of the times that we can't look at it in literal dollars and cents, but we have to look at it as percentage. And if I may, I'll give you a perfect example. There was a tax that was increased from one penny to two penny, and people were screaming, Oh, it's only one penny. What's the big deal? No, it's 100%. That's the big deal. You can't look at it in the actual, do they really need the extra quarter or whatever? It's a percentage. My issue with this whole thing is, is that the owners are finding more and more ways to take care of themselves and not their employees. And my second point is, if they put a QR code out there, you can be guaranteed that the owners will find a way to terminate that employee for cutting them out of their X percent. If they're having to share their tips with other servers that aren't doing the job, that's bad enough. You're not rewarding the person that actually did the work. Right, but using cash would do the same thing, though. I mean, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't fire somebody for using the QR code the same way. You, right, the same way you wouldn't fire them for taking sure. a cash tip. And I understand you're looking for a solution, not a problem. I carry cash, and the only time I use it is for tips. Because otherwise, it's a hassle for me. I don't like having to remember it, but I just do it. Okay. All right. Hey, Will, thank you. I appreciate the call. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, it drives me crazy when people talk in percentages. <laughs> We've I talked know, about that before. But, it, yeah. you know, th there is a literal dollar amount attached to this, though. And you have to look at who's being hurt the most by it. And who's being hurt the most by it, as in most cases, is the guy who can least afford to, to do that. Um, somebody just said, both you and your server would know each other's contact phone number or email address, and you don't like that. Um, oh, okay. I, don't, I don't know that that's the case. I don't um, think it is. Um, you, um, if you it's use, hard because everybody I Venmo, I know their contact information anyway. Yeah, I but, don't. I don't because of the you know the Facebook Marketplace stuff. Oh yeah. So I deal with that a lot. And if I use my QR code, they don't get any information about me except my at on Venmo. That's I'm looking up mine too, like because my mom and I just I Venmoed my mom for the first time, and I'm looking up people that I would Venmo, and I'm looking to see if it gives me their contact information. It does not. It gives me. Yeah, it just gives me their handle. Yep. And that's Sometimes it. if you don't know the person, it'll ask for the last four digits of their phone number. To verify it, but you can bypass that. Yeah. You don't have to have it. Huh. Okay. And if you're using a QR code, you're not likely to get it wrong. 
Right, right. Uh, we'll get to a break. Phone lines are ringing. Feel free uh, to get in here. We'll get to more of your calls next on KMBZ. Tipping conversation comes up yet again. Uh, this time it's because there is a letter circulating from uh, the company that owns Twin Peaks, a couple of them in Kansas City, saying that um, we'll continue to cover the credit card fees for servers on the bill. But for the tip that you get, we're now going to deduct the amount of that fee from the tip you are given. So, and again, they ask uh, a restaurant industry expert and they were told, yes, it is legal. They can do that. They can pass those fees on however they want to. They can pass it on to the customer by raising the prices on the menu. They could pass it on to the, uh, to the servers by doing something like this. It's legal for them to do it, but uh, how does it strike you as the consumer who's going to be paying that tip? Alex and KCK is up next. Hey, Alex. Hey, good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon. Uh, hey, I've got a lot of things going on here about this. I'm thinking how quickly we forget COVID and how many restaurants almost went under because they couldn't find any wait staff. Remember, they just came out with the robot that was the waiter? Yep. <laughs> Not long ago. And then the other thing is, to me, standard tip was, tip was 15%. And, you know, that's what I gave my wait staff for good service, good, excellent service, 20%. Bad service, not so much. But then I think about my mother, and my mother is one of those people that believes in a high-quality standard of work. And so recently we had some work done, and she went out and tipped the guys um, because they did an excellent job. So I think we do ourselves a disservice thinking about these credit card fees. But it's so controversial. And remember, some of the quick shops out there, they won't even take a credit card unless there's a $5 purchase involved because they get charged themselves. Right. So, <laughs> so big can of worms there. Yep. So, and you guys are great. All right. Uh, happy hey, New Year. Thanks, Alex. Happy Welcome New Year. Back. The calls. You too. You got it. Take care. You uh, too. Yeah, and it's, it's the kind of thing that there isn't an easy answer to because, I mean, to be completely fair about this, if you look at it the other way, if they don't do this – then the restaurant is paying a fee on a tip that they don't get to keep. You're right. So, I mean, they are losing money this way, but are they losing enough that they they feel the need to, you know, to take it out of the server's pay? Apparently. Yeah. Apparently. Um, so now it'll just, will this cost them servers? Will servers say... This is stupid. I'm not doing this. Or I'll go work somewhere else. <clears throat> yeah. I work hard enough for my tips as it is. So I'll, I'll try to do the best I can with the money that I get. All right. Thanks, everybody, for getting in here. Uh, before we wrap things up this hour, we have the story out of Cape Coral, Florida. <laughs> There's no easy way to get from one story to the next. But we have a pet that had been missing for 15 <laughs> months since Hurricane Ian. And it's been found. Yeah. Uh, the, the odd part about this story is that what we're talking about is a pet pigeon. And it was found outside of a hair salon. It was just kind of wandering around outside this hair salon. And the woman who runs the hair salon said, you know, for whatever reason, this seems to happen to me all the time where stray animals will come up and they just find me. She goes, I guess I give off the vibe, right, of, of being cool to stray animals. So when this pigeon was just wandering around outside and it wouldn't leave, she figured, 
let's let's find out. I mean, it's it's not the only pigeon in Cape Coral, Florida. <laughs> Take that to the mm-hmm. bank. Yes. So, and most of them are not somebody's pet. But she went out to investigate and said, you know, she had just watered the plants outside the door, and the water was dripping down, and the bird came up and was drinking a little bit of the water. She went out to go see what was going on, and she was able to grab the pigeon. And she turned it over and found that, I guess it had been banded. It had somebody's phone number on a band on its foot. So she called the phone number and said, do you have a pigeon? (laughs) You can imagine this conversation. (laughs) Yeah, really. Uh, (laughs) And and we're we're told, yes, as a matter of fact, uh, they said, we call it our little Christmas miracle that they've been reunited with their pigeon that they lost, like you said, during Hurricane Ian 15 months ago. I'm just reading more of the story. Um, she said, Elizabeth said, the woman that found it, said, you can tell the bird really knew his owner. Yeah. Wow. When they got back together, I guess it was <laughs> that special bond between the pigeon and its owner. <laughs> That's actually in the story. I'm not making that up. Um, yeah, and they said, now just in time for the holiday season, the pigeon is back home with its family, turning what seemed like an ordinary day at the salon into an extraordinary and heartening Christmas tale. Okay, I have two questions Mm -hmm. now. One is, is it more common to have a pigeon as a pet than I realized? And people will often put, you know this, John, like you'll put tags on your pets so that, um, on their collar and stuff, so that way if they're lost, you know where they belong to. Where do you put that? I know there was a phone number on its foot. Where do you put that on a pigeon? Uh, You you ban their leg. So, I mean, the same thing they do with research birds. Just like a... Yeah it's, yeah, it's a little it's a little metal band or a little plastic band that's maybe a quarter of an inch tall. And uh, some of them now are high tech where, where they'll have like a scanner, a chip. That I was you can just going to ask, can you microchip a, a pigeon? Yeah, you just put it on the leg band um, and it doesn't huh. it doesn't stop them from flying. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's certainly not going to hurt them or anything like that. Um, it, but in the same way that they do ear tags and things like that for zoo animals, they just use bands. And this one worked. Um, yeah, when, when it said that it had the phone number on the pigeon's foot, I'm thinking it must have been a band. It couldn't Yeah, have, it doesn't say it's not that. Like attach- but- oh, it does. In fact, you can see it. There's a picture of the bird. It's got a little red band around its left foot. Oh, I have a different version of this than you do, I think. Because um, I don't have a picture with it. I just have uh, Here, I'll just shoot it to you. a copy version. Um, okay, Th- I, then I guess. And now, as far as the other question about pigeons as pets... Yeah. Uh, the only thing I, I this is the first time that I had heard of a pigeon as a pet. There's the picture, by the way, so you can see okay. the, the band on it. Um, okay. But I know, especially like in in big cities like New York, uh-huh. tons of people race them. Really? Yeah. That's legal. Sure. Why do I have weird feelings about that? <laughs> I'm I'm sure betting on it isn't legal, and that's probably yeah. why they do it. But racing pigeons is fine. Um. That's a cute little pigeon. He is. That's a cute little guy. Um, it's just weird to, I yeah, okay. I need to get my head out of the gutter on this one. It's just weird <laughs> to me. I think because the legs are so skinny uh-huh. and it's hard to get, you know, like you you put it on a collar of a dog and there's more room there to put a thing. I just, the legs are to, so tiny to be putting this little band on. It is a teeny tiny little band, but it worked in this case. And I guess it's big enough. What What shocks me about it a little bit is that on that little bitty band that you could put a phone number that somebody would be able to read. There's not right. a lot of space. Yeah. And that it doesn't prohibit them from flying at all, that it's no. not heavy, that it doesn't keep them from prancing around or doing whatever they're supposed to do. So... 
I learn something new every day. Can I assume this is mostly a Florida thing or no? Well, somebody on the text line just said, was this Florida? It's big in southern <laughs> Florida, I think, due to the Cuban okay. population. Yeah, Cape Coral, that's where that is. So, uh, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if that's a racing bird. Okay. I Again, I'm learning all kinds of stuff. All right. Thanks, everybody, for getting here. Uh, coming up in the next hour, we have a scam to talk about when it comes to sneakers. And the question's being asked about whether we take alcohol overuse seriously enough. Get to all that coming up on KMBZ. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.